standing by already is Wayne Kutsia. He is uh, the Wine Estate Managing Director. And I don't know, Wayne, if I can convince you to just, I mean, you know, what's a box or two between friends, you know? We can always help you, Bridget. It's lovely <laughs> morning on a very, very windy day. Is it windy there in the Western Cape? Unbelievable. We've had to strap ourselves to trees. I've never seen wind like it. Oh, wow. So now tell me about how does actually, how does wind factor and, and sort of the, the very unpredictable temperamental weather out in the Western Cape affect, uh, you know, the business that you guys are in, in terms of just uh, growing and harvesting crops and the kind of challenges that come with all of that? Yeah, I think if you're born in the Western Cape, you kind of adapt to it and get used to it. It's us Natalians, I've just re- recently moved from Natal to the Cape, so we don't have any wind. We have mm. other problems. Yes. You know, a, lot of, a lot of rain, but not wind. Um, yeah, look, it, it does it does mess with the business. Of course, from the hospitality point of view, it's not very pleasant sitting outside when it's windy. Mm. And um, from a vineyard point of view, depending when the wind is, is around, it can be detrimental to the vines and harvest. Mm. But um, as I say, we, we learn to work around it, and um, it's become our friend as opposed to our enemy. Aha, uh-huh. no, we, we like that. So, Fergeljochen, I did not know this. I'm very familiar, you know, with, with, with the brand, um, a beautiful uh, South African wine, world-renowned, appreciated by wine connoisseurs, both domestically and internationally. Firstly, I didn't know 300 years of winemaking history, and I didn't know that once upon a time, the estate was actually a military outpost. Yeah, look, the estate is an incredible estate. It's 320 years old this year. And wow. um, it's got such a colorful history. And I would, I would need sort of eight hours to go through the history. With <laughs> you, but the best way to understand the history is to visit this incredible estate and actually under the 320-year-old uh, uh, camphor trees and walk through the homestead, which has been rejuvenated and is now a, sort of a living museum. Mm. You can walk through the homestead. Um, there's historians. Um, and custodians will tell you the whole history. And it, it's just spectacular because when you're standing in that homestead, you can absorb the 300 years of history. It's, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what makes uh, you know, such an endeared brand by, by South African wine lovers? It, like I said, it's one of those. You, you can't go fine dining or to a really decadent uh, home experience without someone recommending uh, one of your vintages. Well, I mean, not to sound say um, <laughs> in any way, but the, the winemaker who's been with us 25 years is, is a phenomenal winemaker, Andre van Rensburg, who actually leaves us um, at the end of this year mm. after 25 fantastic years. And his wines have been incredible, and he's won so many awards. And um, it's a tribute to the, the land, the, the, the terroir, which is just brilliant, and, of course, his winemaking skills. And um, he makes class, classic-style wines, and he does them very well. We're about to, we've just employed a new winemaker who starts um, in September with us. And um, um, his name is Luca Quinnigan. Mm. And we're really excited to welcome him, him and his family so they can carry on with the legacy that Andre's created. Mm-hmm. And, and in terms of, you know, building um, the legacy of Fechlechen and moving uh, into the future, I know that there are so many, uh, you know, black wine consumers now within the space. It's a, an ever-growing market. I'm seeing more and more young black sommeliers coming out of yes. the industry. Um, is there a program that you're embarking on as an estate, you know, to impart some of those incredible skills? Because winemaking in its 
own essence requires a lifetime of experience. Absolutely. I'm very excited to say that our assistant winemaker, who we employ, and I can't say that, <laughs> is that winemaker, and that's going to be fantastic. And then we're going to have a mentorship program, which we've um, set up, not only in the winemaking side of the business, mm. but also in the gardens and the heritage side and um, the environmental side. So we're running some fantastic environmental um, sustainability programs. Mm. Uh, hope to grow some of um, South Africa's new heroes. Oh, lovely. These are things we love to hear. Um, sustainability and, of course, environmental consciousness. Uh, it is an industry that, that, that uses vast amounts of land, vast amounts of waters. How are you guys managing to sort of keep conscious of that in light of the fact that we are, in, you know, we've just begun National Environment Month? Yeah, so it's just amazing. We, our focus, though we're a wine, our focus is on sustainability and environmental projects. So, um, 20 years ago, the estate was covered by alien vegetation. Mm. We have cleared that entire estate of all the alien vegetation, um, and all the fane bushes started to grow back. The bird species have come back. We've introduced a quokka program. We've mm. got a quokka program. So we are um, trying to breed really the, the perfect subspecies uh, quokka, which visibly will look like the real quokka. Uh, we've planted acres and acres of hect- hectares, uh, acres and acres of sunflowers in season to get the bees back mm. um, we've got some incredible programs that we are working on on the environmental side and of course we are blessed with big dams with lots of water mm-hmm. anytime anybody mentions bees i'm always happy because for some reason I, I don't know guys i don't know where you know but for some reason that nugget of knowledge came into my mind and no matter how much a bee stings me i can never bring myself to kill it or do anything because i'm like i need your little irritating self to live um <laughs> so no, absolutely it's as they are to some people, they're so necessary, and that's why we, we've got 100, over 100 hives on Saffilis, and, and we do do plantings to support them. Love it. So you mentioned uh, guajas, Wayne, and I'm not from Cape Town like you. I'm a KZN girl, but I think I've sort of seen them once in all of my escapades within the Western Cape, um, and, and they're kind of that weird-looking, almost wannabe zebra species, right? Absolutely, 100%. I'm also from KZN, so they're new to me as well. But they are fantastic. They, um, it's all in the skin and the coloring. Mm. And um, as I say, we've got five mares in the stallion. And one of the things guests can do is they can come to the wine tasting and book a tour in one of our beautiful game vehicles. And we head up into the quokka fields and you get to see the quokka and the eland. And on the way, we stop in the vineyard and have your favorite varietal of wine. So um, all very exciting with the most magnificent views over Gordon's Bay and Salt Bay and Cape Town. It really is something to behold. I love it. Uh, Wayne Kutsia, thank you so much for taking the time. That was uh, Wayne, who is uh, the uh, Wine Estate M- Managing Director out at Frechlechen. Um, and they're doing some incredible work, as we hear from him. Uh, a lot of uh, environmentally conscious uh, farming uh, and wine producing that is happening at the estate and uh, passing on of skills as well within the community, which is great. Uh, oftentimes, um, you know, the uh, winemaking communities in Cape Town have been criticized for the lack of empowerment and upskilling the communities from which from within which they work so it's lovely to hear that uh, under new young fresh management wine estates are now uh, trying to be conscious of that and of course upskill uh, the community and develop the communities in and around don't you love how winemaking like and winemakers it's such a competitive industry 
Like Wayne is just like, yeah, we're hiring a fabulous young, uh, you know, assistant winemaker, but I'm not going to tell you who it is, uh, just in case the competitors go after them. It's such an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that one. And I'm going to hold you to it, Wayne. Uh, you know where to find us right here at the SABC. <laughs> All we need is a is a box or two. We'll split it amongst ourselves. We're not greedy girls. <laughs> we like to share. Anyway, it is the Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAFM. We're going to take a quick break and then we come back and we get into motoring with Niku. Last time I was on the show, Niku was telling me about, is it the MBPs or the, what was that acronym of, I need to watch out if I drive a diesel car? I'm I'm now looking for that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I listen. I take notes. Uh, I've even changed where I fill up because he said I must look for one that's lower than fifty. So I changed my brand to you know to one that's lower than fifty. So uh, that's coming up in a bit. We're going to be talking uh, talking motoring with Nico Smith.